the UN's final solution to the Israel question, all nations gathering against Jerusalem. An opinion piece grabbed my attention this week on the Israel Hayom news site. The piece was entitled, The UN's Final Solution to the Israel Question, The International Body's Campaign of Demonization and Delegitimization Escalates. It's as if the Prophet Joel was writing the headlines. If the Prophet Joel did, it could read something like, All nations gathered against the returned captives of Judah and Jerusalem. They are to be judged for scattering the Jewish people and dividing God's land. This taken from Joel 3, verses 1 and 2, where it reads, For behold, in those days and in that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. The Israel Hayom opinion piece goes on to say, For decades the UN has been at the forefront of a campaign to demonize and delegitimize Israel. That campaign is now set to sharply escalate. Last week, the UN approved a $4.2 million budget to establish a, establish a so-called Commission of Inquiry, COI, essentially a grand inquisition that will target and vilify Israel. Under the auspices of the Human Rights Council, a body dominated by such notorious human rights violators as China, Russia, Cuba, Pakistan, Qatar, and Venezuela, an 18-member staff will be led by Navi Pillay, a former UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, with an appalling record on Israel in the considered judgment of Hillel Neuer, Executive Director of UN Watch. The COI will be dedicated to manufacturing charges and mounting a global chase to arrest and incarcerate Israeli Jews. And Bayevsky, director of the Turo Institute on Human Rights and the Holocaust, wrote in a paper for the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs. The, the ostensible inspiration for the COI is the 11-day conflict initiated by Hamas last May. Over 4,000 rockets were launched against Israeli cities, towns, and villages. Israelis defended themselves, for which the COI will accuse Israelis of imaginary crimes. Hamas, by contrast, will not be seriously criticized for either, of its, for either its attacks on Israeli civilians or its use of Palestinians as human shields, indisputably crimes under both international and U.S. law. Expect the COI also to broadcast the slander that Israel is an apartheid state, carrying the implication that Israel has no right to defend itself, indeed, no right to exist. The UN record on anti-Israel resolutions is indeed appalling. Year after year, the United Nations singles out Israel, while ignoring real autocracies throughout the world. The organization UN Watch, in a press release on December 17, 2021, highlighted this bias and obsession with the State of Israel in 2021. The report began, The UN General Assembly will condemn Israel today in two separate resolutions, concluding 
the World Bodies 2021 legislation, with a total of 14 resolutions that single out the Jewish state, and five on the rest of the world combined. There was one resolution each adopted yesterday for the regimes of North Korea, Iran, and Myanmar, one on Crimea, while a draft resolution on Syria was deferred. The UN's assault on Israel, with a torrent of one-sided resolutions, is surreal," said Hillel Neuer, executive director of UN Watch, a Geneva-based non-governmental watchdog organization. It's absurd that in the year 2021, out of some 20 UN General Assembly resolutions that criticize countries, 14 of them, 70 percent, were focused on one single country, Israel. Make no mistake, the purpose of the lopsided, lopsided condemnations is to demonize the Jewish state," said Neuer. These sentiments were picked up by an opinion piece in the Jerusalem Post at the end of last year, on December 30th, by Mark Regev. The title was "The UN, Where Anti-Israel Prejudice Remains Supreme." The piece did an excellent job of summarizing the extreme anti-Israel bias of the various UN organizations over the last year. On October 21st of last year, the Times of Israel reported on obsessive anti-Israel bias. Erdan rips up the human rights、uh, report at the UN podium. The article went on to say, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, chastised. The UN, United Nations Human Rights Council, on Friday, for its disproportionate condemnation of Israel, tearing up the organization's annual report while at the podium. In a speech to the General Assembly, the Israeli envoy slammed the UNHRC for its obsessive anti-Israel bias during a special session at which the Council presented its annual report. Since the establishment of the Council 15 years ago, it has decided to blame and condemn Israel not 10 times like Iran or 35 times like Syria. Erdan said, "The Human Rights Council has attacked Israel with 95 resolutions, compared to 142 against all other countries combined." With the new Commission of Inquiry being established, we can indeed expect an increase in anti-Semitism in the guise of anti-Israel resolutions. Rising anti-Semitism and anti-Israel sentiment is to be expected in the light of Bible prophecy, even though we don't welcome it. God is causing the world's anti-Semitism to be manifest, for which they will be brought into judgment. We would expect this from these three following scriptures: one, Revelation 16 verses 14 and 15, the evil teachings which go out and gather the nations to the Hebrew place of Armageddon and the battle of the great day of God Almighty, do so before the return of Christ in verse 15. Therefore, the days leading up to the return of Christ to deliver His people. Will be days in which evil teachings will be prevalent in the earth, which will cause the nations to be gathered to battle in the land of the Hebrew tongue. Number two, Isaiah thirty-four verse eight, which reads, "For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance, the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion." 
The end time is the day of the Lord's vengeance, a day of judgment and retribution for the controversy of Zion. From this, we would again expect the time leading up to this day to be a time of controversy concerning the things of Zion. Number three, Ezekiel 38, verses 10 and 12. Gog's motivation to invade the land is anti Semitic. He will think an evil thought. And come down upon the people that are gathered out of the nations. For coming against God's gathered people, God, Gog, will be judged. Ezekiel 38, verse 22 says, And with pestilence and with blood will I enter into judgment with him. When writing the book, now called the Exposition of Daniel, over 150 years ago, John Thomas correctly predicted that the time of the end would be a time of. Controversy about Zion, and that controversy would become more inflamed as the return of Christ grew nearer. He wrote on page 54 of the time of the return of Christ that the nearer it arrives, the more important do all questions become bearing upon Judah's land and Zion, the city of their king. The fact that the state of Israel was established with great controversy, and that controversy persisted and has become more inflamed as time has gone on, is an incredible fulfillment of prophecy. The UN's final solution to the Israel question is rather chilling, as presented by the author, as he first reflects on the Nazi final solution to the Jewish question, which was the genocide of European Jewry. That final solution began with the vilification of the Jewish people. The truth is that the anti Semitism that was embraced by the Nazis has not gone away. It is alive and evil. As expressed in Revelation 16, verse 11, they repented not of their deeds. May that day of righteousness, justice, and peace soon come, when Zion will be elevated above all. Come back next week, God willing, as we consider the signs of the times being fulfilled here on www.bibleinthenews.com. This has been David Billington with you.